Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. I got one verse tonight I'm going to read, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a topical thought, I guess, and and, uh, we're going to go home. Amen? Bible says this, Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. I want to talk to you tonight about the Lord, our banner. The Lord, our banner. Heavenly Father, Lord God, if you'll... I come to you tonight, and I'm so thankful for all that you've done, Lord God. I'm thankful, Father, for salvation. I'm thankful, Lord, that you don't change. And I'm thankful, Lord God, that every time I pray, you hear me, Lord Father. And, Lord God, I'm so happy, Lord Father, you called me in to preach. But I stand in a place now, God, where I need you. Lord Father, I need you to help me. Put your words in my mouth. And, Lord God, let me say everything you want me to say, God. Just how you want me to say it. And, Lord Father, that folks here, God, may get some help. But God, not just here, Lord, I know that you're bigger than just this building. There may be somebody on the internet, God, watching that needs help tonight. And God, I pray that you speak to their soul as well, Lord God. And if they be one lost, you save them. If they be a backsliding Christian, God, that you uh, encourage them to come home to you. And Father, I pray, God, for every preacher out of a church, Lord God, that's standing, that you'd help him. Anoint him, Lord God, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Use him in a mighty way, God. I sure do thank you for answering prayer. I sure do thank you for Brother Allen home and feeling better. And God, I so thankful, Lord, that you answer prayer, Lord God. What a blessing it is to know that the God of all heaven, Lord, answers and, and, and answers our needs, Father. I thank you. I love you. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I, I every morning I try to and uh, you get up, and I try to do my devotion, and uh, me and the pastor talk back, but I love starting off reading out of the book of Psalms. Uh, I, I try to read, honestly, I try to read several Psalms every morning, and I, I don't always get as many as done as I want to, but I, I try to. But I heard uh, Brother Sammy Allen say this one time, and it really stuck with me. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us that we need to sing and speak to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Well, all these psalms were written to be sung. Uh, that's what they are. They're, 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 they had music to be put to them. And, and I like to read the psalms for this reason. They put a song in your heart. And can I say, if you get a song in your heart, it's hard to be real sad. Amen? And I like to have something in my heart and uh, something to get my day going right to know that it's all going to be okay no matter what we face. And I was reading right here in, in Psalms one, excuse me, Psalm 60 one day and I just was going through this and I come across this verse. It says, Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee. And that really just, just stuck out and grabbed a hold of my attention. And I immediately thought of uh, uh, Moses and Aaron and Hur when they went up on the mountain and Joshua was going to fight that battle. And, and as Joshua was fighting, it said that if Moses' hands would come down, that they'd begin to lose, they'd begin to be uh, to be defeated, but when Moses' hands was held up, hey, the people started winning. And at that point in time, you realize that's not a physical fight. It wasn't something that a, that a great warrior was going to do, but it was a spiritual fight that was taking place in the in the unseen realm of this world. And 
I, I got to thinking about that. And I, 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 in matter of fact, in Exodus 15, Moses, it says this, it says, And Moses built an altar, and they called the name of it Jehovah Nessie. And that word means Jehovah is my banner. Jehovah is my banner. And I got to thinking, boy, that's a real blessing, Brother Tim, when I got to thinking about all that that was. That the God of all heaven is my banner. And you say, preacher, what's a banner? It's simply this. It's a flag or it's an ensign. It's something to hold up. As a matter of fact, uh, that United States flag is our banner. And when our people go into battle, they carry it with them. It's recognizable to a thing. It distinguishes what side of this thing's your own. And I like to say this, that the Lord has given us a banner. Amen. And I'm glad the day it was given to me. I'm on a side. I've got somebody fighting for me. And listen, it's not just anybody. It ain't David. Even though he got the Goliath, it's not Moses. It's not some Navy SEAL or, or Tier 1 operator. It's nothing like that. Hey, but it is the God of heaven. Amen. He's my banner. He's the one that's going to take care of things. He's the one I can depend on. And I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, I like it when Joshua went on and I believe it's around the second chapter of Joshua he sees that angel the host of God's army and amen and I believe that's none other than the Lord Jesus pre-incarnated and he stood in front of him and he said whose side are you on and he said nay that's kind of a weird answer but he went on and said Joshua take your shoe off and can I say that means something right there he was going to fight the battle for Joshua he didn't tell him to take both his shoes off he told him to take one off and the cuss of that day goes back into Ruth. You look at Ruth chapter 4. That man of the law took his shoe off and he was submitting to himself. I, I'm doing, I, I got to give you this. I, you need to do something that I can't do. And what he was, he told Joshua, just take your shoe off. Give it to me. I'll fight the battle for you. I'll do it for you. And I'm going to say he sure did. Amen. And I want to remind you, it's that same God that's our banner. And can I say this? Oftentimes we look at Jesus and, and I'm glad He is love and He is meek. But there's a time He's a soldier. I mean in Revelation 19 He's coming back. Amen. With a sword out of His mouth on a white horse, His vestures dipped in blood, and upon His thigh be written King of kings and Lord of lords. I'm glad He can comfort you. Hey, but listen here. It's going to come a day when I'm behind Him. Hey, that banner is going to lead out front. It's going to take over. It's going to put down the sin of this world. I'm talking about He's my banner. I got to thinking on that just a little bit. And I wanted to say this first of all. This banner, it's a provided banner. It's a provided banner. I mean, the Bible said right here that thou hast given a banner. It was given to them. I mean, listen, John 3, 16 is still in the Bible. Amen. Hey, for God so loved the world, and He gave His only begotten Son, and whosoever should believe within Him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave the banner. Hey, bless God, in a moment, uh, as a nine-year-old boy in Austin Baptist Church on a Sunday morning, hey, that I left that pew right there. Hey, the moment I put my faith in Him, I was given a banner, amen? Uh, I was given a banner that identified me hey, with a different side. Hey, no longer would I wear the banner of sin. No longer would I wear the banner of Egypt. Hey, but good neighbor, I put on a banner of the Lord. I live for Him. Hey, and He is mine and I'm His. Let me just say this. Now, when I go into battle, I'm identified. 
That's something good to think about. See, that's what's wrong with fighting all these insurgents. They don't wear no banner. They don't know who really the bad guy is. And just, let me just chase your rabbit right here real quick. I mean, it's on Veterans Day, and I should have said this beforehand. Thank God for all the veterans. Amen. And I get tired of watching them get hurt by a bunch of, bunch of people that's too uh, afraid to put a uniform on. I just say you better choose sides, get a big bomb, make a glass out of that sand hill over there. Amen. Amen. You either get out the way when we come and we're going to hurt you. I, I, that may not be spiritual. Hey, that's how I feel about it. Hey, and let me just say, it, Jesus, when He comes, you're either going to be on His team or you're not. There'll be no sparing. I mean, amen, good neighbor. Hey, when this thing's all said and done, hey, you're going to be either on His side, you're going to have Him as your banner, hey, He's going to be your Savior, hey, or you're going to be lost, hey, you're going to be in hell, and the devil will be your banner. I mean, but He gave you a gift. Can I say, you ain't got to do that. I, I, listen, I'm glad that you can't buy your way on God's team. That you can't work your way on God's team. I hear people say, well, I think I'm a pretty good guy. I told a fella today, he said this, and, well, I've done a lot of stuff. I said, but sir, the thing is, is simply this. There's a lot of good people in hell that because they, try, they trod under the foot the precious blood of the Lord Jesus and they refuse to take his banner. It's a gift today. It's provided. You can't work for it. You can't buy it. Can I tell you, you can tithe 80% of your income and still go to hell if you ain't got the banner. It's a, it's a provided banner. You don't have to do anything for it. He provided the banner. He provided His Son. Can I say this? It's also a, a, a position to banner. Look what the Bible says there. It says that it's given a banner to them that fear thee that it may be displayed. It's a position banner. And I say, a flag ain't meant to be laid on the ground. It's not meant to be put over here and hid behind something, but a flag is meant to be raised up high. It's meant to put on a pole, put up there real high, where everybody can see it. It's got a right position. Yeah, man. I mean, this is supposed to be lifted up, high and lifted up. You know, why is that? That's so others can see it. I, that's what it's there for. And can I say too often in their life we take our banner of our Lord Jesus and we just we tuck it in the back seat of the car or we tuck it in our desk at work. That ain't where he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be high lifted up. He's supposed to be put on the flagpole. I mean, people ought not to have to ask if you're a Christian or not. Hey, they ought to see how you live your life hey, and see that the banner's flying high and that you are one of his. It's a position banner. Matter of fact, if you look in Numbers, uh, 21, 8, 9, it said, And the Lord said to Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent set upon a pole. As shall come to pass, everyone is bitten when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent and put it upon a pole. And it come to pass, the serpent had bitten any man. When he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. He put it on a pole and lifted it up. That way everybody could see it. Can I say our banner done the same thing? I mean, he went down, he come down here, he took upon flesh, he got up on the pole. He got up on the cross. They lifted him up. He done it publicly. Amen. He didn't, hey, listen, he didn't pardon you and buy your redemption in secret. He did it openly. He come out there where everybody can see it, that they was witnesses uh, to buy you back, to buy you out of sin. That's what he done. He was lifted up. Let me say this. We ought to lift him up. 
He said, if it I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And I say, that's what the Lord did. God exalted him. Listen to this. Philippians 2, 8. And being found in the fashion of man, he humbled himself and become obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God had also highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. At the name of Jesus, every, every knee should bow, every things in heaven and things of earth and things on the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. I mean, listen, just because he come down, humbled himself, and allowed himself to put up on that cross, and the God in heaven looked upon him, it pleased him, and he highly exalted him. Now let me just tell you this. If we'll put him up, God will help us. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, honestly, a lot of times, Ryan Hayes walks through valleys that he don't need to walk through because I don't bring my, put my banner up high enough. If I was just lift my banner on up there hey, and live for God and go for God and do for God, I wouldn't have to fight a lot of the fights I fight. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to hit home right here. I told you, there have been times I struggled with doubt. You know when I realize when doubt runs? When I lift my banner up. Yeah. Doubt, 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 it flees from me when I find myself trying to do something for God. Amen, good neighbor. Hey, because when you do that, God exalts you. He helps you. He lifts you up. Hey, I'm not talking about exalting, getting rich, and driving benzes, uh, hey, and all that stuff. That ain't what I'm talking about. Hey, but God comes in your soul, lifts you up. It pleases God hey, when we lift the banner of the Lord Jesus high. It's supposed to be up that way. It's supposed to have a position. Now, I want you to see this. It's also a proclaimed banner. It said that may be displayed here because of truth. It's got something it wants to say. And we're living in a place and a time that don't nobody stand for nothing. Don't nobody, don't nobody, I mean, listen, you, <laughs> can I just preach a minute? Listen, if you're going you're gonna to have to stand against something if you're going to stand for something. You can't have it both ways. I, I'm just going to go ahead. Am I all right, Pastor? I'm just going to preach a minute. Hey, look, you, you can't say, hey, I'm a Christian. I love God, boy. I'm right with God. And go out there and be voting for people that kill babies. It don't work that way, hoss. Yeah, man, friend. It don't do that. Hey, you ain't going to go out there and vote for people hey, that, want, that want homosexuals to get married and go. And listen, I don't, I've got them in my people that I know. I love them. Hey, but it's the sin. It's still wrong, friend. You, 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 can't, you can't do that. It's, uh, that's unsteady. It's unstable. Hey, but I'm talking about, hey, their banner's got a message to give out. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's truth. I get so tired of hearing these days. Hey, well, you just get, you live your truth, honey. You live your, you ain't got your truth, honey. You've got truth and you've got lies. That's it. Hey, you can't live your truth. He is the truth. He is what, it, hey, what we're supposed to be doing. And if you don't like that, that's fine with me. Hey, but don't sit around and tell me if you're living your truth. What you're doing is living a lie. I'm talking about he's a he's something to be proclaimed. He's got something to say. Amen. I mean, still today, he's saving souls. Still today, we're supposed to be proclaiming him, lifting him up. See, it's not good enough just to lift them up. Hey, when you get back in them old days, they went to battle. Hey, lift them signs high. Hey, get the trumpets out. Hey, get the drums out. And they'd get to play and saying, hey, hey, we're coming to battle. That's what we all be doing. 
If, I, if you'll just let me hear, I'm, I'm getting pretty comfortable right now. But listen, hey, when we ought to go and fight for the Lord, we, we, we have sat around, and the reason that the church is in the Laodicea period right now, that we think everything's fine, is because we've quit proclaiming hey, what we ought to be proclaiming. The reason that your tax dollars is going to, going to fund killing babies, the reason that all that's taking place is because the church has sat down, they've quit talking, they've quit standing, they've quit proclaiming, they've quit doing all that. Hey, it's time, good neighbor, that we need to get back to it. Hey, if it was ever right, it's still right today, friend. Hey, we need to get back to proclaiming what the banner stands for. I got to thinking about this. Here it is, Veterans Day. I'm going to tell you, I bet when them Germans over there, excuse me, them Jews in them concentration camps, when that thing started winding down, and they looked up and they saw the American boys rolling over the hillside to come liberate them, I'm going to tell you what that, they saw that old glory flying in the air, and I bet them Jews said, hey, them boys right there stand for freedom. Them boys right there stand for deliverance. Them boys right there stand against evil. Thank God they're coming. Hey, but listen to me. That's what the Christian flag stands for. It stands for deliverance. It stands for freedom. It stands for salvation. And we need to be, hey, putting it up high and proclaiming the banner of the Lord Jesus. That's what we need to be doing. We need to be proclaiming it. And I see this, that light shines best in the darkness. Now, I don't know how this election is going to go. But let me just say it like this. Is anybody mistaken where I stand on this? I voted for Trump. Long say Amen where I voted because I ain't voting for no baby killer. Amen. Now it didn't work out quite like I thought it was going to thus far. And either it's going to get real dark God's going to show up and He's going to do the miracle and put Him in office and if He does that I say bless His name. But He may let it get real, real dark. See I mentioned that Revelation 3 over at Laodicea and it was dark them days. But see Elijah never called fire down when the, when the people of Israel were doing what they should be doing. I mean, they had to get over there. Hey, it was 450 prophets of Baal and 400 more prophets of the groves. Hey, Amen. Well, they was seven. Let me just say this. It was 7,000. We find out later. That's never bowed knee. They've never kissed the hand of Baal. Hey, but where were they at? They was hid. But Elijah stepped out there in a time, hey, bless God, when it was going rough, when it was dark. Hey, he called fire down then. God, hey, we've been sitting around here praying for revival, at least I have, amen. Praying God help move on us. Hey, we may just want to stop this a minute and realize, hey, that no matter what God's doing, he may be letting it get real, real, real dark. Hey, that the light shine forth and the brightness. Hey, that we people that's lost, hey, can really see where we got our hope at. And it's so much important now, now, hey, that we lift our banner up. We proclaim the truth. Hey, we proclaim the light of the world. Hey, so many gets dark somebody can see us can I say next time Brother Sammy Allen said I'm going to steal nothing off of him all right. Brother Sammy said this there was times that he could drive home at night and never even cut his car lights on because the moon and the stars were so bright you've heard him say it ain't you preacher yeah he said but then there's been times it gets so dark you couldn't see hand in front of his face but the light shines better in the darkness 
And right here in Revelation 3, right over in about Revelation 20, he says, I stand at the door and knock. Amen. Verse 21, he says, if you've got here to hear, hear what I say to the seven churches. That says, here it is. The very next verse is verse 4. should be chapter 4, verse 1. And he says, y'all come on up here. We're getting out of here. And what I'm trying to tell you, hey, it's the darkest before the dawn. And if we've ever put our banner up high, if we've ever proclaimed the truth, it's now. We need to forsake what's going on. It may cost you something in this world. It may cost you your job. It may cost you your livelihood. Hey, but somebody else hey, may gain internal life from your witness. It might cost something. But what's the prevailing banner? Let me just say it like this. I'm about done. Not only is the proclaimed banner, let me remind you, it's a prevailing banner. It's a banner that wins. If you're on this team, you go ahead and write it down, hoss. You win. Yeah, man. That's why I like that song, so I'm on the winning side. I ain't never liked being on the losing side. Listen, I played ball, got my hind beat, hind end whooped, I hate it. I hate it so bad one time, I won second place in a baseball tournament. I got upset about it because I lost. I don't like losing. I threw my trophy back in the dugout and told my daddy, I don't even want it. That just means I was the first loser. Yeah, man, I don't like it. Let me remind you, though, this banner, it prevails. He said, upon this rock, I build my church. What rock? Hey, belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, he's being the Savior. That banner, on the belief of that banner, that rock, he built my church. Let me remind you what it said. The gates of hell shall, 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 shall not prevail. Amen, friend. It shall not. And you said, well, I don't know. It's looking dark. Hey, well, don't you flip a few pages over and go over to Revelation 5. Uh, let me read that to you. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book. And hey, the loose of seven seals thereof. Hey, he said he prevailed to do it. Oh, John was on his face. He was crying, weeping. He turned around and saw, you know what he saw? Hey, a lamb as it had been slain. He just saw the banner waving high. It's all all right. Hey, friend, it's all fine. It's all okay. And the banner is still waving. Amen. Bless God, Revelation 5. Hey, I like that. Hey, it's still waving. That's what John saw. Hey, we're already called out of here by then. Hey, we're part of them elders. At 4 and 24 elder. Hey, we'll be around the throne saying worthy, worthy, worthy. Hey, bless God. Just hold him up. Put the banner up. Hey, we've won this thing. It's over, friend. Let me remind you, it's a prevailing banner. I like it. I don't want to quit preaching about it. I'm talking about, did I say that it's a prevailing manner? I'm talking about we're going to win this thing. Just want to remind you. I want to remind you. It's prevailing. It's over. It's over. It's not, hey, we're not waiting for the fat lady to sing. She's already sung, friend. Honey, we're just waiting for the time to run out. Hey, man, I've been playing ball. Am I all right? I've been playing ball before. And have such a lead that I know no matter what happened, they can't win. That's a good feeling. And I've just sat there and I've watched the clock roll. Matter of fact, the coach had took me out because of, well, 
Wasn't no need for the big man in there. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I'd, I'd sit there and I'd kick my feet up and I'd drink my Gatorade. Well, it's been sometimes, now listen to me, even after halftime, I'm talking about this midway to the third quarter, I went ahead and took my shoulder pads off, my helmet off, just laid it down. Didn't need that no more. This thing was over. I just was watching the clock. That's all we're doing, church. This thing is done. It don't matter how much Satan rages. It don't matter what he does. Hey, he said he walked around as a, as a lion seeking those who he may devour. He can't even devour you if you don't let him. This thing's done, friend. He's prevailed. He's there. He's on the throne. And he can't do nothing about it. He's prevailing manner. I want you to see this last thing right here and I'm done. Not only is he a, a prevailing banner, but honey, he's a persuading banner. He's a persuading banner. I got to think about that <clears throat> just a minute. In 2 Timothy 1.12, Paul wrote this. He said, For the which cause also suffer these things. Now mark that down. Paul had to do some suffering. Now look right here. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded as he's able to keep, uh, to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. He persuaded Paul. He said, I've suffered, but it's been all right. I'm persuaded just to go on. I'm persuaded just to go on. You say, preacher, what are you doing tonight? Here's my goal tonight. I want to persuade you to go on. Won't you look at all He's done? Look at everything that He's done in your life. He's never failed you. He's never left you. And it may be rough. I don't know what you're going through. You may be saying, Preacher, you just don't know what I'm going through. You're right, I don't. You say, Preacher, I just ain't going to make it. <laughs> hey, He ain't never left you. Won't you just get persuaded to go on with Him? No matter where He leads you, just walk with Him. He's persuading banner. Now that's what David done. David, in the midst of the matter of fact of this psalm, listen to the first three verses of this psalm. God, Thou had cast us off. Thou had scattered us. Thou had been displeased. O turn Thyself to us again. Thou madest the earth to tremble, and Thou hast broken it. Heal the branches thereof, for it shaketh. Thou hast showed Thy people hard things. Thou hast made us to drink the wine of astonishment. And then look what he says. Thou hast given us a banner. <laughs> I mean, I think David just, just went ahead and picked his shorts up on, put his big boy pants on, just went on for God. Amen? That's what a banner does. It rallies. Here it is, Val I mean, uh, Valentine's Day. Well, I do love y'all veterans, but it's Veterans Day. And I got to thinking, they said over there and was it here? Not here. She left me. Somebody. Huh? I can't remember. But y'all know what I'm talking about. They got that, that picture of those soldiers putting that big flag up and they're all like this, made that monument out of it. Did y'all know that that was actually the second flag that they put up? That wasn't the original flag. The original flag, they was just some brave soldiers who went up there. Had a little old flag and they was fighting and the fighting was rough. And they, 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 the story goes that they had talked amongst themselves. And they said, we got to do something. These men, they're down there taking, just taking a beating. They're not going to stay in the fight. They're going to lose it. 
He said, we got to do something. He said, the men got together. And they walked up there under heavy gunfire. They took that flag and they stuck it up there. They said, them boys looked at that flag. They sent a rally cry come through the United States Army. And they started doing something. You know why? They get persuaded them to go on. That's what it did. It persuaded them. The big flag that you see the monument of, they put that up later. Just because it works so good. <laughs> but the, the original flag was a little one. They took up there and they put it down on that mountain. So they could look up and see their colors flying. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There's been times in my life, Brother Robert, where I got down. And next thing you know, I just saw that old white and blue Christian flag just waving in the wind. Amen, friend. I'm going to tell you something. They start, something got stirring in my heart. Hey, something got going. And I got to thinking, boy, where I come from compared to where I am now. And I got to thinking, hey, it's been worth every step, every trial I walked through, every storm I walked through. I'm going to tell you something. It's all right. It's what's supposed to happen because God's strengthening you. And won't you just look up and look at the banner and go on for God? Ain't that right? You mind to play piano for me and I'm getting ready to close. It's a, it's a, it's a provided banner. It's a position banner, a proclaimed banner. It's a prevailing banner. But it's a persuading banner. If you're here today and you just ain't sold out to Him, let me persuade you. Best decision you ever make. Now listen, you say, well, preacher, you ain't perfect. Oh, I know I ain't. And these times he wants me to do something or go, and I fight it, tooth and nail. Amen, I do. I mean, if it's just witnessing to somebody or talk, something that, that should be small to us. And I fail him and I, I mess up. You know what I need to do in those times? I need to realize that He is a prevailing banner. And He also can persuade me to keep on going. I had the opportunity today to witness to somebody. <laughs> it was such a blessing. But here's the deal. As I was doing it, and He'd asked me questions, and God just put an answer in my heart to give to it. Matter of fact, Sunday night, I was preaching, and an atheist come in. And after church, he pinned me up in the corner. And he started throwing out these things in the Bible. Because he knew his Bible pretty well, honestly. What about this? What about that? These contradictions in it. You know what I told him? I said, sir, there ain't one contradiction in that book. I'm persuaded of it. And at that time, you know what started happening? He'd throw out something in Scripture I ain't read I ain't thought about. He just brought up. He asked me this. He said, what, what, what are you going to do about who bought, who bought the, the, uh, when Judas died, who bought that land? Judas was the Pharisees. That's what he asked me. That's contradiction. Well, the Lord gave me the answer for it. He said, did them Pharisees ever accept that money when he gave it back? He looked at me and said, no. I guess he did buy it, didn't he? I said, yeah, friend. It's all right. I'm persuaded of it. Listen, in times of darkness, Confusion sets in. You don't know what to do. Just look at the banner and be persuaded. It is right. It's still standing. Hey, He's still prevailing. He has prevailed. And let's just go on with God.